The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm chapter 112, we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. Uh, we were talking about blessed. He says in verse 1, blessed is the man that. And he gives some description of this man, of this person. The word man is Adam. It's generic. It's a Hebrew man for human. It's, 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 it, blessed is the person, really. And so it talks about the man or woman, the person, the child, the teen, anybody who would follow in these things. There are some things true of them. He talks about the blessing that will be upon his children. Wealth and riches continue to them, will be taken care of. And then verse 4, the psalmist continues in this praise and to talk about this person. Verse 4, he says this, Under the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. What in the world would it mean that light, simply in the darkest of times, are able to see the good? They're able to see God. Uh, they're not overwhelmed uh, by the negative. And sometimes you can find yourself in dark times, and it seems like um, social media, the news, people you talk to, whoever it is, it just seems to get heavier. It just seems to get worse. But those, and here it goes back to that fear the Lord and love his commandments. And it's not, it's not the slavery dependence upon God that some would have this to believe. This is simply those who love the truth of the word of God and the instruction God gives will enjoy. This is what they will enjoy. Uh, they don't love it because they want to be accepted by God. They love it because what God has given us is the best. The direction God wants us to go is great. It's wonderful. So if I love his teachings, I love his truth, I love what he wants me to do because it comes from him, then I will enjoy these things because I'm following in these instructions. And then one of them in the darkest of times, I will will still be able to enjoy his blessing. I will still be able to see Jesus in the midst of all of this. And he says, this man is gracious. He's full of compassion. He's righteous. Uh, he's, not, he's, he's one that in the midst of the hardest times, kind of brings light to other people. You've been around people in the hardest times and it seems like all they can do is find the negative and it's easy to do. But you know when you've been around, every once in a while you're around somebody that no matter how dark or rough it gets, they seem to find the good. Sometimes their pin is annoying. Man, can't you just see what it's really like? Sometimes they're seen as naive. And while sometimes naivety might be part of it, I would say in some occasions they're not ignoring what's going on. They're able to see that God is not dead in the midst of these things, and they're able to still see God working in these times, those who walk with God. Let's continue in verse 5, what the Bible says about this person. A good man, a good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will give his affairs with discretion, or guide his affairs with discretion. He's a wise man. Uh, he, he's one of discretion. He understands how to handle things. He's not just going to talk about it openly. He's going to be wise in how he handles things and how he handles other people. He continues in verse 6, Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be an everlasting remembrance. This person is not swayed back and forth. It wasn't long ago we referenced the passage in James where he's not like the wave driven with the sea and tossed. He's not a double-minded man. He stands firm in God and he's not going to be moved. His circumstances won't move him. Uh, his fears won't move him. His uh, whatever he hears, uh, other people's opinions won't move him. And don't get me wrong, he's wise in using discretion to evaluate, but this person finds their stability in God, which please remember, he doesn't move. God doesn't move. He's always there. He's always following us. He's always with us. 
And so when we see this, or he's actually leading us, he's not following us, but he's always there. So when we see these things, I can stand firm and not move because I'm standing with God. I, I may make course directions as God leads me, but I'm not going to be moved by my circumstances. Verse number seven, he shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed in trusting in the Lord. He's not, you know, the situation coming, fear is not going to control him. Please understand, fear is part of life, right? Fear is things that we see. It's, an, it's an, what, what is the old, well, I guess it's a human term, but you know, courage is not lack of fear. Courage is strength in the face of fear. This is the idea. Courage is putting our trust in God in the midst of fearful circumstances. We don't know what's going on or why, but God's in control, so we're going to follow him. We're going to stand strong, and we're going to move forward, no matter what, in the midst of these hard times. And we're not going to be nervous about it. We're going to be afraid of anything going on because our heart is fixed in trusting in God, and, not, and as Proverbs says, not leaning on our own understanding. Verse number 8, his heart is established. He shall not be afraid unless until he sees his desire upon his enemy. He's not going to panic. He's not going to move. You know, it's simply when he's not see his desire upon his enemies. Uh, please understand, just because someone disagrees with us or doesn't like everything we do, they're not our enemy. An enemy is someone who's actively out to hurt you. But if you find someone like that, of course you want them dealt with. You want them stopped. You don't want your life to be destroyed by that person. So we hope that. But, you know, we're going to keep moving. We're not going to stop because that person seems to be doing okay. We're not going to stop because they have ministered. We're just going to move and follow God, and we'll let God deal with that situation. Verse 9, he hath dispersed, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness endureth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. He, he's just a good man. He, he uses what he has, and he gives, and he's part of reaching out ministering to others. That, that is the approach we're striving to take when we follow God because we have the heart of God. It all goes back to loving his commandments, loving his instructions. Frankly, when we fear God and love his commandments and instructions, we love him. That's who he is. And we want to be more like him. And as we strive to be more like him, we will become more like him. We're in the word of God. We're in prayer. We're in church. We're making this serious. And as we do that, we become more like him. And then people will see in us what they saw in him. Now, it's an interesting thing that maybe you've experienced. I want us to see in the very last verse here, verse 10. The wicked shall see it. And we know that, but they don't always respond the way we think. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Just when you do right, that doesn't mean everybody's going to like you. There is this thought that if I do right, and by the way, think about everything happening here. You're using wisdom. You're being very gracious and loving. You're helping the poor. There's a lot of things in this passage. If you follow Jesus, how can you sit back and say this person's bad? Nah, they're, they're confident or strong in God. They're, they're finding the light. They're the kind of person you want to be around in the darkest of times. And yet somehow that same person is hated. Why? Because those who, those who want wicked, they want, they want you to struggle with wickedness. They want wicked, they're struggling, they want you to struggle. I, I guess I don't know how else to explain it. Those people who want wrong, they don't like good. They don't like it when things are going well for you. The wicked don't like that. They want to see their way. They don't want to see God's way work. And for whatever reason, it drives them nuts. And so there's going to be some people who just won't like what's going on, how you've been blessed. Can I encourage you? Don't be concerned with them. Move forward. 
You know, maybe one day they'll come to Jesus over this. But the key is this. Stay close to God. Trust in Him and be the influence you can be. And let God be with all of those things. It's easy to say, hard to do. But keep your eyes on Jesus and trust in Him. You know, we, these things at the bottom, we look at these things and say, well, I'm going to do those things. Can I encourage you? That's not what this passage tells us to do. It doesn't say, here's a list of nine things I want to do. Here's what he says. Those, that woman, that man, that teen, that child, that fears God, and loves his commandments, which means I study and I learn. I, I love to do what God says. I love to follow God. I will become this person. That's what he's saying here. I can try to be this, but I will be so discouraged because I can't do these things in my own power. When I fear God and I want to be, and I love his teachings and I want to do what he's instructed. When I do that, what we see in these verses, that's what I will become. Here's what he's saying. If I fear God and I follow in his instruction, this is the man, this is the woman, this is the teen, this is the child that I can be. Isn't that what you want to be? confident in God and trusting in the midst of these dark times is letting God take over. Yeah, we got to keep going to him. We got to put our trust in him and not lean into our own understanding, but this is who God says you can be. And I hope that's who you desire to be. And it comes from fearing God and loving his instructions. And so may we be in the word and follow him and see what he will do in even the darkest of times. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. One quick reminder, we will not have a live stream devotional tomorrow, which is Thanksgiving Day and or Friday. We won't have it the next two days. I'm gonna take the next two days off and then Monday, we will come back to this. I hope you'll enjoy time with family, enjoy the time off and then join us again Monday at 11 o'clock or catch up when you can. If you want more, our website has a link to the Source of Truth podcast. There's devotionals all the way from a year and a half ago. We've tried to put most most of those audio and video on the website. You can go to our YouTube uh, channel for Ben Salem Baptist Church and all of the, all the ones that recorded well are on YouTube. So you can look at those. If there's other things you want to go back and look at the archive, uh, anyway, we hope we can, you can use that as an encouragement. We do appreciate you giving us a chance to be part of your day, wherever you are, whatever circumstance you're in. Keep your eyes on Jesus, and we trust that God is in control. Thanks for joining us and letting us be part of your day. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.